From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we share the impact of the walk and talk, a simple strategy strategy for shifting all six pillars of intimacy in your marriage. That was a lot of S's for you right at the top of the there show. <laughs> simple strategy for shifting. There That's it is. a lot to say, but as we get ready to talk about the walk and talk, um, just a quote to start our show today. It says, if you want to walk fast, walk alone. If you want to walk far, walk together. I like that. And that really kind of gets to the heart of the walk and talk, which is what we're talking about today on today's show. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And, you know, really a hug, this is one of my most favorite parts of the show because it's just an opportunity to celebrate what the two of you have done in your marriage, what a couple in the one family has done to see transformation. And this hug comes from a couple who recently graduated from Intimacy U, mm. which is our 12-month group coaching program for couples. And they said... The summer of 2019, after listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast for a few months, my husband and I made a specific commitment to do some hard work on our relationship. In June 2020, we joined Intimacy University. For the last 12 months, we, together with about a dozen other couples from all over the U.S. and Canada, have been coached by Tony and Elisa to strengthen the six pillars of intimacy in marriage, emotional, physical, financial, spiritual, recreational, and sexual. The friendship, support, and accountability have been incredibly valuable to us. Tonight, while in San Diego, we met up with Tony and Elisa for dinner at the famous Phil's Barbecue, and what a delightful time it was. It was. It was. loved it. We love Phil's Barbecue here in San Diego. After working with them in the course study and group coaching on Zoom and listening to their podcast, meeting face-to-face and enjoying a meal together was simply the best. Thank you, Tony and Elisa, for your investment into our marriage. We love you and feel so grateful for you both. Mm. And really... What an what a, what a awesome time, too, to meet people face-to-face. That, that to me, is always the best. Yeah. When it works out for our schedules and folks are visiting San Diego, it's always a beautiful, just a beautiful moment. Um, especially those that we've had the opportunity to, to spend time with in intimacy mm-hmm. you, cause we've gotten the opportunity to know them yep. over the year. And, you know, I think what's so significant about this couple is, you know, they just recently celebrated their 30th anniversary and they are still working, still working at 30 years mm-hmm. on making their marriage the best that it can be. It's just like we talked about, you know, a couple of weeks ago in 660, invest in your marriage. You never stop. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, that's really where bringing this idea of the walk and talk to the one family and talking about it in today's show is so important because if you're never going to stop, you know, if you make the decision that you're never going to stop growing in your marriage, then you've got to have tools in your toolbox. Right. And, and sometimes it's like really big, you know, like epic tools you're like we're going away for a week's vacation just the two of us Mm -hmm. that will be us for our 25th wedding anniversary and sometimes more frequently you have to have those little tools that literally it's like the screwdriver that sits in the drunk drawer in your kitchen that you always drunk drawer the junk drawer the junk drawer oh okay when you say clearly we're just saying all these (laughs) words that are running together today the junk drawer not a drunk drawer okay but you know you everybody has that screwdriver Right or the tape measure, that tool. They always know where they can find it. That you know, it's it's easily accessible. You can get to it, and you pull it. You 
end up pulling it out all the time. Like in yeah. our house, I know there's either, like I always know where a screwdriver is and I always know where the tape measure is. Yeah. I don't know why those are the two tools we need in our house. But the same thing is true in marriage, right? You can have these tools like the walk and talk that are literally sitting in your back pocket or in this case, out your front door. And, you know, we hear from so many of you like walk and talk, right? And it sounds almost too simple to be a strategy for a marriage, mm-hmm. right? Like really, we're, we're going to walk. And so then people get into this place of, of asking all these questions, you know, like, well, when do we go out and where do we go and how do we deal with our kids and what do we talk about? And what happens if one or both of us gets upset? And, and like people will ask us these questions and you can feel the momentum, mm-hmm. the energy ramping up. And we actually, we have to go deep on this topic, you guys, because it's a simple tool that literally, like don't complicate it. That's the truth. I think when the questions do come in and, and because Elise and I will share our walk and talks, usually, you know, it's an Instagram story. In, in, in all honesty, we have shared going on a walk and talk on the One Extraordinary Marriage show for years. In all honesty, we've, we've talked about it just in so many different episodes, just like, oh yeah, you know, we were out on a walk and talk. And the reason we wanted to put this episode together was to go, you know what? You don't need to complicate it. Mm -hmm. This is how we do it. This is what we've been doing. We've been doing it long enough that we've had some ups and downs. It's not not like we're bringing this to you going like, oh my gosh, we're the best. We've been doing a walk and talk every day for the last six months. No, like that's not what you're going to get here. We're going to get real and honest with you guys because there have been times when it's been amazing and there have been times when it's been non-existent. Yeah. And yet it is a simple tool. If you keep it as a simple tool, it can revolutionize your six pillars of intimacy. And Tony and I have always, like as a couple, we've always walked, right? Like around neighborhoods. Um, you know, when we go on vacation, one of our most like favorite ways to vacation is to go someplace where we can literally just park our car at the start of the vacation. And we're in a super walkable area where we can go and explore and end up, you know, down little hidden streets and things like, like that to us. We're, we're walkers. Well, and it started for us three years into our marriage when Elise and I were overweight and we, we just needed to do something to just get our bodies moving again. And I remember we used to live in Costa Mesa, California, up the road from here in Orange County. Back up. It was actually in Loma Linda. It, oh, it was, it in, was Loma in Loma Linda. Loma Linda. It was in Costa Mesa where we really just started ramping up the miles yes. and the distance. Okay. Yes. Wow. I forgot yeah, that we were- the hills up behind. Yep. That's right. So it, there Flashback. it is, Loma Linda. So that was year two. Mm-hmm. And- we would just go walking. I remember personally from Costa Mesa because that's when we, we got into to hiking. Mm-hmm. And I just remember us just doing longer distance. And I just, for some reason, remember that apartment complex in my mind, just going, all right, we're going to do it. And it was in that place, though, where Elisa and I began to lose weight. We were both, I, I think I was about 30 pounds overweight. She was probably 20 pounds in that area. And that's where we just began to just shed some weight and start getting healthy again. There's this win on top of getting out and just talking about life. Mm-hmm. We also got another win in, in the fitness. And I know I didn't realize it at the time because we would, we would, we would walk in our neighborhood. We would, you know, many of you have heard the story of the Christmas of 98 where I got, you know, a fanny pack and hiking boots and, you know, Orange County's Guide to Hikes. Um, still one of my most memorable Christmases with Tony. And I'm not just a <laughs> tiny bit bitter at the fanny pack and the hiking boots all these years later. But the boots are died out. The fanny pack, I think we still have. And I still have the North Face jacket, which is held up face. since yes. 98. But, but we would, 
I don't think we realized what we were doing at the time. And, and specifically, like when we would hike together, I just have to say this, Tony and I have very different hiking speeds. And so often he would hike by himself and I would hike by himself because he would hike in front of me until years later when we realized that if he hikes behind me, it's actually much more conversational because he comes to my pace. Right. And here, this, this is the thing about a walk and talk. We never called it that back then. And we're talking now 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so life has been learned. Mm-hmm. As we've walked and talked, we, 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 we've learned a cadence, a rhythm that we didn't have. When, when I used to go out hiking and we would go out hiking, it wasn't uncommon for me to be a quarter of a mile up the trail, if not more at times, just like I'm off, I'm going, I'm doing my thing. Like we got to talk a little bit in the beginning. We, we saw each other at the trailhead and I'm gone. And Elisa would come up to where I'm just sort of kicking back, having a little snack, frustrated, upset, um, discouraged. And I'd be like, well, what's wrong? Like we're outside. It's great. We're having a good day. And, and she's like, I'm miserable. I'm tired. I'm frustrated with you. And I'm like, what? And so I, I didn't even see it then. But over time we would, we'd go out you know, and we do it from a hike to the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Neighborhood, we'd usually be shoulder to shoulder, but even the neighborhood, sometimes I'd get ahead and it, it was a little different, but it was on one particular hike, backpacking trip. I remember it. Glen Pass. Uh, yeah. Ray Lakes Loop out of Kings Canyon. Um, and we were going to go up to Glen Pass and it's along the Pacific Crest Trail and you're going to, we would, we'd top out on that trip at 11,400 feet. I think it is somewhere around there. And I remember just going like, it's hot. It's a lot to get up that climb. And in that moment, for some reason, I just had this epiphany and this this image of like, am I going to get up to that top by myself and cheer myself on? Or am I going to get to that top with Elisa and together we're going to cheer? And I remember just going, you know what, Elise? You set the pace and I'm going to just be behind you. And for years afterwards of just backpacking, I would just hike from behind her because I wanted to know, I wanted her to know, and I wanted to be on the same team and going like, we're going to get to these milestones together. Mm -hmm. That was a huge shift. Partially, I think you just like looking at, you know, my butt from the backside. I couldn't see it with your backpack on. Okay. You say that, but you, you know, you seem to be able to find it when I was having difficulty going up and you were just giving me a little <laughs> extra push. But, but you know, that was where we really like, I, I can look at that Glen Pass trip, that Ray Lakes Loop trip that we did because we have walked a lot together at that, by that point in time. And there were a lot of points in time where we weren't walk, like we'd be out together, but we weren't necessarily walking together, mm-hmm. right? D- to go, okay, that's when things started to change. And, you know, so much of this comes from, you know, going, okay, what is, what is communication? What does that emotional intimacy look like in marriage? Right. And I will tell you, I don't care if you got married, you know, last week or if you got married 40 years ago, there's a lot of prevailing philosophy that says when couples communicate, they always have to be, you know, sitting across a table from each other, staring into each other's eyes and like completely unburdening themselves of everything that they have ever thought, felt or desired. Mm-hmm. Right. And th- the truth is, is that sometimes being inside your home is not the best place for the two of you to connect. Yeah. Your emotional intimacy is stifled in that environment. There, there, there are cracks in that pillar that in your home, they, they tend to reveal themselves. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And, and so that can make it hard. And so you start going, okay, well, I don't, I mean, that's why so many couples are like, I, I, like we're at home. I don't, we don't ever talk to each other. Right. Cause you, you've created this bubble around your house where no conversation happens. Sometimes it can be really hard when you're sitting across from each other and you're, you're staring at your spouse or they're staring at you and you feel like there's no place for me to put my eyes. And I, like, I'm supposed to look at you, but I don't want to look at you right now. And so it's this really like awkward tension and your body kind of goes into this whole flight or flight or fight deal yeah or even fright where you like totally shut down yeah it's just intense and because of that it's easier to get defensive Mm -hmm. than to get open honest and transparent and you know when you're experiencing all of that your body like you even when i was rattling off those questions right at the beginning like when people are like okay well what do we talk about and where do we go and well even when you're experiencing that sitting across from your spouse or looking at your spouse, right? Your body has all this energy. Like you start manufacturing energy. And if you are sitting there, sitting Mm -hmm. at the table with nowhere to go, that energy is only going to come out in one way. It's going to come out in your emotions and it's going to come out in, in your reactions and how you like shove all of that onto your spouse. And that's really where, you know, over time as Tony and I really started to get intense about going, okay, how are we, what are we learning about marriage? How are we studying marriages of getting into this place of going, wait a minute, there's got to be a different way for couples to get the same results of, you know, that, you know, proposed idea of, you know, sit and talk with each other and, and let's, you know, be intense. And there's got to be a different way to do that, that can work for couples because, yeah, and I'll tell you, the walk and talk isn't just about like all of the heavy, deep, we have to have a conversation, conversations. You know, you can have fun, but it's getting into this place of saying, how do we disrupt the normal dance of how our conversations mm-hmm. go? How, yes. do we, how do we look at a different scenery? How do we ch- change our body positions so that we can actually create different responses? We can create a different environment to be able to converse with our spouse. But it's, it's saying we have to, here's the deal. If you, you know, let's go back to the definition of insanity. It's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same result. A different result. A different result, yes. Because so many couples keep trying to have the same conversations in the same spot in your house and expecting a different result and you're not getting that different result. We actually have to change what's happening. And that's really how the walk and talk becomes a tool for that. So let's talk about how to use the walk and talk tool after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back and we're talking about how to incorporate the walk and talk into your marriage. And we recently on Instagram stories asked the question, how many of you regularly walk and talk? Only 27%, so basically a quarter, mm-hmm. said, yeah, we do. And for those you know, that do, what we're gonna, about to share, you may be able to up your game. For those of you that have never done a walk and talk or have never thought to add this tool in, like, hang on to your seat buckle here right? Because this could be the thing where you start to go, wait a minute, this isn't some big like nebulous tool that we can't quite wrap our head around. This is actually something like, like literally those of you listening to this show today could go home and say, hey, let's go for a walk and talk because it doesn't take any special equipment. You do Mm. not need the hiking boots that I got in 1998. You don't need them. Just put shoes on. Some of you will walk outside in the beach and you don't even need shoes, right? No special equipment. It takes the intention of saying, hey, we're going to try and do something different. And I, and I just want to put a, a little caveat in here. Over the years of sharing this with many in the one family, some of you go, well, hold on. Like, we don't live in San Diego all year where we can just go walk year round. Got it. You have to make it work for you. So we have some folks in the one family who will do what they call their drive and dive, mm-hmm. right? Because they live in, you know, the Midwest and it gets cold in December and January, and they don't want to go out for a walk and dog. It's cold. So they go out, they get in their car, and they go for what they call a drive and dive. Mm-hmm. So change it, make it work for you. It's a tool, just like Elisa said, it's it's like a screw, screwdriver or, or a tape measure. And yet this one, you can use it differently. You don't always have to go for that walk and talk in, in literal sense of you need to be walking and talking. Mm-hmm. What is, what's a way that you guys are moving together, standing or sitting side by side mm-hmm. to engage one another in your emotional intimacy? And you know, one of the most popular questions we get asked about this is, well, well, when do we go out? And the truth of the matter is, is that for some of you, it's going to be a regularly scheduled time. You're going to see it pop up on your calendar and you're going to know, okay, it's time, like Saturday morning, like for a long time, you guys, um, Saturday mornings, that was our time to go out. You're going to be intentional. You're going to take action. So you're going to just put it on your schedule for just like Elisa said, for the longest time, Saturday mornings, we knew we were getting up. We didn't, we were just getting up. We didn't let the alarm. We're not like, we just got up, mm-hmm. we get ourselves on and we'd roll out to the Tory Pines beach absolutely like it was just on the calendar for uh, for other and in other seasons for us it's been sort of a more fluid thing where mm-hmm. we're like hey what what does your schedule look like this week can we make it happen you know do you want to go out tonight do you want to go you know can you make it happen this weekend and and here's the thing with using tools in your marriage and, and i want to be real clear about this you will go through different seasons where you need a tool every day every week every month And then you'll also have seasons where you're like, hey, we know we have that tool and we haven't used it in a while. We're going to pull it out. Mm -hmm. It is okay 
to be in either one of those seasons. You're not breaking any marriage laws. You're not breaking any, you know, there's no marriage commandments about this. What's important is to use what you need in the season that you're in. I will say this, as you get started, make it a regular practice. Mm -hmm. Just like anything else, it, it needs to become a habit for it to work and for you to get the gains you need from it. Mm -hmm. So put it on your calendar weekly. Maybe you can do it a couple times a week because the next question we get asked a lot is, where do we go? And, and that's a great question. A lot of the times I will say, Elisa and I, we step out of our front door mm -hmm. and we walk our neighborhood. We just, we just go. That's the beauty of a walk and talk. You don't have to go somewhere special. You don't have to go somewhere exotic. You don't have to go like, oh my gosh, we got to go climb this mountaintop. The majority of our walk and talks are out our front door and we get moving. And I want to share, so this is just kind of an interesting little side note here. I was doing some research on, you know, because people are like, well, how long should a walk and talk be? And so I was like, well, does time, you know, we just generally walk. If we're just doing something around the neighborhood, it's usually about 20 minutes or so, 20 to 25. Yeah, 20 to 25. Give or take. And so in 2018, there was a federal study that said that 22 minutes a day can be, a, is the game changer, both mentally and physically. When it comes to walking? When it comes to walking. So there you go, you guys. Plan on 22 minutes. There you go. Get out your door, whatever 22 minutes may be, go for it. Because if if there's been a, a federal study that says there's a game changer to our mental... Well, You're like, if there's a federal study. People have researched this. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's, yeah. there's, there, there's been research done and they're saying that both mentally and physically, that's a game changer. Mm -hmm. Move, then, people. Move. Then move. So go to the beach. Go to the lake. Go around your property. Go to the park. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter where you do this. Mm -hmm. uh, heck, there could be a boardwalk where you are. There could be a, a creek walk. I mean, what, wherever it may be, go. That's the beauty of the walk and talk. Go. Experience the morning. Experience the afternoon. Experience the evening. Experience it at night. Mm -hmm. Go. Because the, the, the ability... To just be out there. And sometimes words don't come frequently. Maybe it's it's a little quiet. It's okay. Because you can also incorporate your physical intimacy. You're holding hands. You're touching. You're, there, there's, there's movement mm -hmm. that allows the two of you to connect. Even sometimes when there aren't words being spoken. Absolutely. And, you know, when it comes to what that looks like and being able, whether you're just walking out your door or you're, you know, getting to the beach or wherever you might be going, you know, a lot of, we know a lot of you have kids, mm -hmm. right? The one family has kids. Um, and you know, the truth of the matter is, is that when they're little, take them with you. Stick and that's, that's what we used to do. We, we'd have one in the stroller and then one was older, they would walk or they'd be on their bike. And, mm -hmm. and, and yes, is it a little, is it a little more hectic? It, are we able to have the conversations that we want to have? No, it's not like we, we, we are now. And yet we were still getting out. Mm -hmm. Were they as long as 22 minutes or 25 minutes? Probably not, but that's okay. Cause we'd still get something in. Right. We still made it a point to at least get moving and, and something would get worked out mm -hmm. there, you know, and it was, it was enough. And, and, and it was great because we were doing it as a family. And sometimes you may just, you know, if you're part, if you've got friends in the neighborhood that you say, hey, we just want to go for a walk and talk. Can you watch the kids for 30 minutes? I mean, mm -hmm. not a huge imposition. Or you make it part of your date night where you're like, you know what? We're not just going to be sitting across the table from each other at a restaurant tempted to stare at our phones. We're actually going to go for a walk first and talk through some things or, mm -hmm. you know, just share what's going on. So don't let 
don't let your kids be your excuse ever for why you aren't doing something for your marriage. Right. Straight up. Um, and can I say one thing? Yeah. Too? And don't let the days, the full days where we can get to the end of the day and we're like, oh, I'm just done. Uh-huh. Like, get up, move. You'd be surprised at what happens. And, I, and I'm saying this from experience. There have been many a times when Elisa like, you want to go and I'm just already on the couch and I'm like, ah, oh, really? And then I'm like, you know what? You're right. Let me just go get my shoes on. Things shift, things change, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's worth it's worth the time to say yes to your spouse because that may be the moment that they need you beside them. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, having done this for so many years, having said no many a times, and 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 thinking through this, every time I've come off of a walk and talk, I've always felt better mm-hmm. than had I not gone on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you're going to find that because, you know, when you're out there, you know, people will say, well, well, what do we talk about? And I want to say nothing is really off limits. Um, don't make every walk and talk be a super heavy conversation because then you'll want to avoid them. Um, and and sometimes like Tony said earlier in the show, sometimes you won't have, you won't have anything to talk about. And it's just nice to just be out, you know, being physical and recreational with one another. But, you know, if if it's been a while for the two of you and you're like, I don't even know how we'd get the conversation started, you might want to just start with questions from Connect Like You Did when you first met. You know, you can get the free book on only pay shipping at connectlikeyoudid.com. But just take a question. Say, hey, we're just going to launch off with a question and we'll just talk about it while we're gone and then we'll come back and and that's our time mm-hmm. to have the conversation. This is This is your time to practice having conversations again. This is your time to not have the distractions of the house, to not have all of the, you know, the laundry or the dishes or the bills or all that. It'll still be waiting for you. It'll still be waiting for you. And, you know, there is a chance, because we've had this happen and mm-hmm. we've heard it from other couples, there's a chance that when you're out walking that one or both of you will get upset. Yeah. It it happens. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, it happens. So if it happens, don't be surprised. Just think, oh yeah, Lisa and Tony told us this would happen. Don't stop doing the walk and talks because somebody got upset. That, that, that's not the answer. <laughs> when the two of you have conflict, when someone gets upset in your marriage, that's an opportunity for the two of you to grow together and, and, and to really start to then, whether it's in the walk and talk or after in a different, you know, the next day to say, what is it about this situation that still needs to be resolved? Where's mm-hmm. the resolution that we need? What is my spouse really feeling? What am I feeling? What do I need? What do they need? Like this gives you the opportunity and you can do it without that person sitting across the table from you, stuck in your kitchen, staring at you, but you can actually say, Hey, you can reach out and grab a hand. You can look at them, you know, out of the corner of your eye and say, Hey, we're working through this together. And it gives you the opportunity to go, you know what? It's time to go out on another walk and talk. Because sometimes Elise and I have had to have multiple walk-in talks to resolve or get through something. Mm-hmm. And it, it allows us that freedom. So this week, this week, it's your opportunity. Only 27% of you have said you've done it. Get out there for a walk-in talk. Give it a go. Add this tool to your marriage toolbox. And see what begins to shift in your six pillars of intimacy. Because you're going to be talking about them and you're going to see that things are going to begin to shift there. So go out, enjoy it. We want to hear your hugs. For those of you who have gone out on walk and talks and have had success with them and you're like, oh my gosh, this is now part of our toolbox. 
send us a hug. Go to mm-hmm. hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We'd love to hear it. For those of you who haven't gotten out one, get out. Go enjoy it. It is a perfect time to do it. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.